Welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast.com. This week we're talking about Wide Open, the second album by Weaves, which starts out like this. about this album this is one of the highlights from our south by southwest trip this year was seeing these guys live and this is only their second album after i guess a a first lp last year and then a self-titled ep a couple years before that and what i love is the you know from toronto and a very conventional lineup of you know guitar bassist drummer and vocalist and they managed to really coax in a kind of unconventional sound out of their instruments and then have this vocalist jasmine burke Burke, thank you who has just is able to push her voice in these really interesting directions and certainly i think that first lp was very odd and charming but almost a little inaccessible in its being kind of very very weird and i like that it's yeah exactly and i love that this first track especially it starts off and it's very straightforward just carrying ahead with a rapid beat and then the instruments just start to kind of get a little wonky adding a little bit of the effect kind of bending the notes more and more as her voice comes in but they're just coming in with this hey we're gonna maybe pull back a little bit be more conventional sounding but still have a lot of character so it's both very accessible and yet very much individual yeah, I, I mean, talking about experimental, when we first heard their first record and then saw them at South by, I think we were both really surprised to see that they were actually playing the like we had thought it was very processed and that there was a lot of electronic effects going on. And no, it's just them playing live, and that's how they sound, and they're able to coax these really interesting sounds out of the guitar and the the other instruments and her voice as you say is she really contorts it in interesting ways. Yeah, and it's you know always fun to have this kind of declaration of independence kind of song where it's just the you know not the mopey breakup but the kind of 
All right, I'm so psyched that you're you're out of there. Maybe mm-hmm. like she's not quite over this person, but she's on her way, and it it's just hitting the ground running. And I like though that it's like when you're saying like I'm not going to think about you. I'm not, and it's if you're saying that you're still kind of thinking about the person. Mm-hmm. And so I like that it's sort of that declaration of independence, but with that little kind of ambiguity to it as well. And I think that's a, a good note to start on for the album. And I think that continues into another kind of ambiguously celebratory track. The next track is called Slicked. song really highlights the way that they've gone in such a more pop direction for this record as you mentioned before the first album was much more experimental and a little less accessible and this is very much i feel like aimed at a mainstream audience and this is such a catchy fun song although it still manages to be weird and in particular the way that guitar line their guitarist morgan waters we noticed when we saw them live was doing all kinds of weird things with the guitar like he was like using it as a percussion instrument and like wasn't he using a violin bow i think so what i remember was yeah him he it was i guess a like a semi-hollow and he was blowing into it yeah like a horn. yeah yeah he, oh he was singing into it or singing yeah yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and so that might have been that i suspect there might be a little that here that kind of but really buzzing yeah kind of guitar sound yeah so this is such a weird guitar line it's a very kind of a conventional melody, but at the same time played in this really weird sounding processed guitar. Like it's very high and buzzy. I don't yeah. know what that effect is. Yeah. Well, I, he's got his effects pedal and yeah. I'm not a guitarist, so I don't know the names of those <laughs> things, but it sounds great. And I just, yeah, that to follow up that first track, number 53, it was called about, which is kind of a breakup. And then this is the like going out. I like, I look good. I'm going to crack a beer and own the dance floor. <laughs> and just that sort of complete, like I'm badass everyone look at me I'm not looking at you you're looking at me and it's just really like claiming power in this sort of way and maybe you know now listening to it maybe less ambiguous like it just is that like uh, yeah because like I I know oh there's some person out on there out of out of the party like I'm attracted to you but I'm I'm gonna let that person look at me and like, I'm not looking at you you're looking at me and I it's just a lot of fun and I remember that they played this when we saw them in Austin and it was just a blast. Like they were just, everything is turned up to 11. Like, you know, the rhythm's a little slowed down from that first track, but mm-hmm. it's just the energy level is off the charts. And it's just a real standout on the album. 
And I feel like this whole record is kind of, it's more personal and it's more about relationships and it's also kind of about finding joy in an anxious and challenging world. And, you know, with everything that's happening right now, like how do you process that and still like live your life and and enjoy life? Yeah. And here it's pretty triumphant. But then on the next track, I think the anxiety comes out to play. It's called Law and Panda. This is a almost a different kind of Declaration of Independence that uh, kept sort of the first three tracks on this album. It's this very high energy beginning where it's sort of independence and party, and now it's kind of independent but also kind of hopeless. It's Aww. and because this chorus though, that's like I'm a panda barracks avoiding extinction, and it's like this sense of like I'm a I'm a dying breed, and but I'm gonna be myself even though that's kind of dangerous, and this sort of but this truth to power like oh we got some we got something they can't stand i think it's maybe a foolish endeavor to try and extract meaning from this song because there's a lot going on and it's very oblique yeah well it's it's i think what's coming through and maybe just because sonically there's that anxiety too that just that chorus is so kind of and each um each verse is sort of just a couple of lines and then just woo woo and it's just that kind of it never feels like it gets into a rhythm until it gets into these choruses and then coming out of that again into that entire just like uh we're gonna question the man like we're gonna go up against the entrenched power in the world then there's hand claps yeah no and it's yeah this it's a super you know fast-paced high energy very catchy and yet at the same time kind of anxious and yeah i feel like there's establishment what what sort of creates the feeling of anxiety is the way that there's the back and forth between the vocals and the kind of very weird up and up and down in tone vocals and then the guitar like there's like the it kind of goes back and forth and at a really fast pace and that kind of creates the feeling that you get from it along with the hand claps it's just very kind of it feels very stressed out and fast in a way that's different from i don't know a song that's fast and jubilant i don't know yeah no i enjoy the anxiety i enjoy the tension Mm -hmm. and i do feel like these first three tracks in some ways are just establish this tone for the album and then it abruptly to my ears at least kind of shifts into a much lower gear becomes much more sedate and kind of contemplative on this next track walk away
couple tracks on here. This one and the first track on the record that's called Number 53 that feels so 90s throwbacky to me. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But like the first track really reminds me of Melt With You by Modern English. And this one, I, it recalls a couple different songs that I can't quite put my finger on. But it's something about the way that there's that sort of reverby Brit rock sort of guitar mixed with the really clean strummed guitar that I don't know it creates a feeling of really kind of like the the music that I remember from when we were in high school yeah I, and there's I think yeah there's something like there especially in the middle of the song there's this kind of almost wordless where you can't quite say where she's kind of mm-hmm. and you're just like I don't know what she's saying but it, mm-hmm. that did feel a little evocative. I hadn't really placed that until you mentioned that, but there is that just very kind of 95, but then bringing in her voice, which again, just has that really distinctive timbre to it. And I think in this is one of the songs where she does this very interesting thing where she kind of is, you know, I, I contrast it with sort of the melisma, which is all about making things sort of pretty and the voice kind of, and here she's kind of in a single note, somehow like jumping giant intervals within a single breath and it's i can't quite understand why it's so distinctive and yet it just is very charming and to it elevates what you know a song that seems like a sudden loss of energy in terms of sort of beat and velocity but then it gains a sort of emotional strength because she's really reaching for the heavens even as she has this kind of lyrics about reaching up to the sky and feeling the wind. And it's very, this a little more of a, a kind of a loosey goosey, hippy dippy kind of again, declaration of independence. I keep saying yeah, that, but, but this is another like, one. Yeah, where she's, yeah, yeah, like, walk. like walk away. If you know, what's good for you, you know, it's like about making good decisions and sort of, even if that means being apart from someone that, yeah. You know. And step, yeah. Stepping away and just getting back to the basics of just like, yeah, like this, the wind in your, in your hands and the sun in your face and just these sort of, basic elemental feelings and that get yeah getting back to basics but she does have such a beautiful voice and i think a really interesting voice and i think all of the members of this band are talented and certainly the guitarist morgan waters is really doing some interesting things but she is just a really singular talent that really makes this band stand out in a way that i don't think they would without her vocals yeah and so and I, and I like, yeah, that there's kind of this section where it's, it slows down, becomes less rocky, maybe a little more poppy and more kind of ballady in this section of the album. And I think that culminates in the very emotional title track we'll play called Wide Open. I gotta tell you something. I gotta tell you something. Tripping me up.
I described the poppy section of this album culminating, and in a way it does, that there's this incredible emotionality here, but I like that the sound begins to become a little more experimental, that there's these these spaces with really spacey guitar sounds, and the the lines are really brief, and I think the way she's kind of delivering her lines, the cadence, there's pauses, and kind of it speeds up and slows down, and it's very dramatic and I think so in terms of sound less poppy and so I think I tricked myself mm-hmm. and in fact that there's a couple of very poppy songs which lead to this where it's almost like those first three tra- those first three tracks were about this very high energy engagement in the world leading to this incredible anxiety and then I feel like stepped back for some peace and that leads to this incredible kind of openness and spirituality of like I'm open to anything the world is open and Mm -hmm. I'm wide open and I'm wide open to you and it's like oh I'm actually ready to engage with the world and ready to engage with other people Mm -hmm. and it's very pretty and kind of spooky yeah I mean I kind of get the sense that there's this feeling and I've heard uh, I can't I stole this from someone and I can't remember which musician but talking about how oh no it was it was John Darnielle of the Mountain Goats talking about how when he first was performing all of his songs would be played really fast because he didn't want people to lose he, he wanted to hold their attention and he wanted to like not have people walk away and so I feel like that's kind of how this album starts out with a lot of energy and then once it's like okay you're you've bought into listening to this and so now I'm gonna kind of go a little bit deeper into an emotional journey, which is what I feel like we take with the song. Yeah. And certainly, yeah, the spaces here are just kind of filled with meaning and space and this notion of there's just these lyrics, like we we're on the land that doesn't belong to any of us. And that you're sort of becoming just detached from the world. Like we don't own anything. We're just in the world Mm -hmm. and it's pretty and spiritual and yeah, and I, I think this might be the the only song that has background vocals on backing vocals well except for well this yeah 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 vocal. no but i mean yeah but i mean the, in this style just kind of like the rest of the band sort of singing along yeah um, it is really but yeah and so warm. that kind of makes it gives it a communal feel and then that super warm reverby bass is yeah. just very like it's very kind of nurturing like, yeah. nurtures your soul and i love that yeah we hit this kind of uh midpoint of the album and it's just this feeling of warmth and nurturing and sudden, instead of going in that direction, it just takes another left turn into crazy, noisy, and experimental. It's called Scream, and it's with an Inuit throat singer named Tanya Tagak, and that's who's doing all the breathy, weird vocals in this song. So, Scream. <laughs> We are obsessed with prosperity, yet we don't have no homes. I'm a child of commercials and body language and floating drones. Yet I'm sad by the prospect of damage and change I look to my elders, I look to women and others Who feel our common pain Our common strain Scream your name. Scream your name. 
By the way, if you're not familiar with Tanya Tagak, that's kind of her shtick. That's her sound. Is It's this weird acapella throat singing that's very kind of guttural and experimental. And we, we had the good fortune of seeing her one, I think two years ago at South by Southwest. And, you know, it was one of those things where you only, you know, you would only see this sort of thing at South by. It's just not anything that we would seek out, but it was super interesting. And she's very, like performative as far as like you know she kind of dances along with her performance and it's very it's very different and interesting yeah it can be it was very hard to watch like it's it's just so intense and so raw and so much just tapped into something really primal and a little scary and it's really fun to hear it here where this song kind of starts off with this almost like circus toy piano melody that then turns into this just wall of just pure id and rage. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I, you know, I kind of look at this album. It's almost this like heroic narrative where it's like, I'm in the world and become disillusioned and I go off and discover myself in more of a sense of peace and gain this wisdom and then I come back to where I started and I just like use these superpowers that I've gained and this is just like she's coming back with these superpowers to destroy the patriarchy it's yeah, kind of I amazing mean, yeah this is very much like a call you know a, a song about female empowerment and I feel like it along with wide open it forms sort of the two the twin heart of the record which is like the wide open the like kind of keeping yourself open to possibility and magic and then also harnessing your rage at what's happening in the world and you know i think one of the beginning lines of this song is we're living in a time where misery is just common circumstance and it's sort of transmuting that misery into anger and power yeah just all the expectations placed on people that my, my thighs are big and my head is not small and my <laughs> brain is on fire and all the ways she's not the way women are supposed to be and the entire sort of consumerist culture that we're in with commercials just beamed into our heads mm-hmm. and you have to break out of that and mm-hmm. she's doing it here and it's just a blast if a little it's very intense and it's just but it's so great that this sort of odd odd band but they found their pop soul and then this incredibly experimental singer and then coming together to something that is both poppy and utterly experimental and that it works on both those levels it's mm-hmm. just amazing they kind of remind me of talking heads in that way of being super poppy and catchy but also yeah. extremely avant-garde and interesting yeah and so i feel like at this point with this blast of energy they kind of earn a sort of peaceful denouement, and we'll hear that in this next track called Grass. I misplaced my steps, so I stare at the moon. I'm feeling so stressed, so I wake up at noon. Oh no!
so I described the song as being a moment of peace. And I think sonically it is, but I like that it's not a piece that's about certainty. There's ambiguity here, the sense of, you know, I'm back in the world and I'm kind of at, at ease, but I'm also accepting, like, I don't know everything. Like even my backyard, which seems like the most cultivated space, still has wonders and surprises. And I don't know necessarily what's happening there. And some of it's good and some of it's bad. It's a, I think it's a good message for the penultimate track because it's kind of we've gone through this emotional journey and the singer seems Jasmine Burke seems to be communicating like a long a sort of process with our vocals like you know kind of going through this range of emotions I don't know how else to describe it but then getting to a point where you're like ready to jump off to the next point in your life and you know it, it's kind of like and I don't know what's next and I yeah like and, and it's and I think it's such a great balance because when we came into the album and it was this kind of I don't I'm not going to talk about you and I'm done with you and this is like pl- you know please don't go and she's now she's open and ready to she's welcoming people into her life rather than pushing them away with this wisdom and just this song to me just feels like a warm hug like it's mm-hmm. just everything about the guitar sound and even the way she's, she's the that she's bending her voice is not mm. spooky or weird it's just warm and sweet and wonderful and this is a band but they're so relatively short into the second lp third recording of any kind mm-hmm. and haven't been out this long and are the mastery is impressive like and it's very impressive yeah i mean i feel like they came out of the gate with this very avant-garde kind of experimental sound that was also accessible and fun and you could dance to it and it was great to see them perform live and you know they've got a great energy and so to dial that back a little bit and make the a sound that's a little bit more accessible to a wider audience i think was a good move and i'm really interested to see what they'll do next and that this album kind of left me with that like oh i'm i'm excited to keep track of them absolutely so the last song that we'll play is called puddle it's the last song on the record and we'll go out with that we've been discussing wide open by weeds and you've been listening to for the record thanks for listening remind me oh baby please touch me won't you i'm missing your breathing i'm thinking i'm thinking of you I'm thinking of you I'm thinking of you